0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Receive ye the Holy Ghost, whose sins you shall forgive, they are forgiven them, and whose sins you shall retain, they are retained. Last week, we celebrated the joy in the resurrection of our Lord, And continue to celebrate during the whole week. Today is the octave day of Easter which has been named Divine Mercy and Saint John Paul II said that the Divine Mercy is the Easter gift that the Church receives from the risen Christ and offers to humanity at the dawn of the millennium. Providentially we see the request of our Lord St. Faustina to establish this Feast of Divine Mercy on the Sunday after Easter, later established by the Holy Father. For we witness in the pro- proclamation of the Holy Gospel today the Divine Mercy of our Lord in instituting the Holy Sacrament of Penance and giving the authority to absolve sins to his apostles and their successors. So let's recall what happened in that upper room where the apostles were hiding in fear. They were fearful, the apostles, and they were gathered there. Yet Christ suddenly stood in their midst and greeted them with peace. Pax Vobis. By his sorrowful passion, bloody death, and glorious resurrection, Christ has made peace between God and man. And that we as Christ's followers should be known by our peaceful harmony which is threefold and necessary for our salvation peace with our Lord by avoiding sin peace with ourselves that is a good conscience and peace with our neighbor by the exercise of holy charity And once the peaceful greeting has been made by our Lord, he breathed on them. Just like when God breathed life into Adam and Eve in the creation of man, our Lord breathed on the apostles so that the apostles and their successors through the Holy Ghost in the sacrament of penance can breathe back the spiritual life. Once lost, now restored for us the children of adam and eve we also remember the doubting saint thomas who in the end became the believing saint thomas despite of the apostles telling him that they have seen the lord our lord was even merciful to saint thomas the apostle who demanded that he see for himself christ's pierced hands and feet and sighed. Our Lord, in turn, vivified St. Thomas's faith and belief in the risen Lord by allowing him to proclaim, my Lord and my God, a great devotion that we say silently at each consecration of the sacred body and blood of Christ. Our Lord, indeed, is a merciful God because according to St. Faustina's diary on that day, which is today, the very depths of Christ's tender mercy are open. He pours out a whole ocean of graces upon those souls who approach the fount of mercy. The soul that will go to confession, and in this case, dear faithful, spiritual, we have to do it spiritually by making an act, of perfect contrition and when we make also an act of spiritual communion these two combined shall obtain complete forgiveness of sin and punishment. so on that day are open all the divine floodgates through which the graces flow this manifestation of our Lord's mercy has been made clear with the many figures of the Old and New Testament in particularly with our mother Mary who entering the house of Zechariah magnifies the Lord with all her soul for his mercy which is from generation to generation is bestowed on those who fear him in addition when st. John the Baptist is born his father Zechariah blesses the God of Israel and glorifies him for performing the mercy promised to our fathers and for remembering his holy covenant. The feast today is especially for souls who are open to receive Christ's forgiveness and grace because they know that they need it so badly. It is for the lost that they might be found. For those struggling to grow in faith, hope, and charity, that they might be refreshed and strengthened. On the other hand, those who believe that they have no need of the mercy of God will not be able to receive such holy mercy since God cannot fill them with his grace because they are already full of themselves. However, let us not be content simply with this aspect of our Lord's mercy. We ought to perform effective works of mercy which are the fruits that our Lord intends to grow in us as a result of the graces poured out by him. The mercy we receive in our hearts, especially today, is meant to be shared with others. The graces poured out into our hearts by our merciful Lord, are meant to flow through our hearts to our neighbors in need. We are to show mercy to our neighbors always and everywhere. In this way, today's Sunday even enables us to show a kind of mercy to Jesus himself. As he says, For I was hungry you gave me food I was thirsty and you gave me drink I was a stranger and you welcomed me I was naked and you clothed me I was sick and you visited me I was in prison and you came to me truly I say to you as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren you did it to me God who is just is also merciful to us by his generous outpouring of graces in the seven sacraments, but especially those that we frequently partake. God's mercy for us is truly manifested in the forgiveness of sin. We hear from St. Thomas Aquinas that the forgiveness of our sins is an act of God's omnipotence god's love showing itself to be more powerful than sin and evil when human beings forgive one another we control our anger we curb our resentment we cancel any claims of revenge but we cannot remit the fault itself because god alone can turn the sinner's heart toward repentance in this sense God alone can remit sins manifested by the priest the altar Christus thus God's mercy is infinitely powerful to destroy sin and regenerate and sanctify the sinner and for these times dear faithful as we are now in this in the middle of this pandemic we ought to excite in ourselves frequent acts of perfect contrition in the diocese especially this diocese where public confession is restricted let us be mindful of this great need to elicit these acts and in order to receive then the graces that are stored for us today so let's trust in the mercy of our lord let's trust in his mercy that he may show it to us to end this scourge that has been paid, that has been laid on this earth as we know that this could be punishment right this could be punishment for the many atrocities that we have endured for the many infidelities we have seen that in the Bible we have seen that in in our Lord's actions in His divine actions in order to make upright our humanity again So as this is an eye-opener for all of us, maybe we are not truly receiving God's mercy, even though we might ask for it, maybe we are not well disposed. So let us try our best to acknowledge each and every singular sin, venial and mortal today, and ask the Lord for mercy that he may forgive us and forgive this world Of the many infidelities that and atrocities and attacks against the Blessed Sacrament and against our Lord and His Church we must trust with our faith our hope and love in action because trust combines the fast the past focus of our faith in what Jesus did and And presently the now dimension of his love for us and the future dimension of hope because of what he has prepared for us in heaven trust means to believe in jesus to love him to hope in him it means to be totally absorbed in christ as our lord and savior to rely completely upon him when we really trust our lord we can then say with saint paul it is no longer i that live but christ who lives in me let us look to the blessed virgin mary as our great example the model disciple of the lord we see her at the annunciation completely abandoning herself to God's will when she was asked to be the mother of God. Finally, let us believe like the believing St. Thomas, who had first doubted the resurrection of our Lord. The supreme mercy, in a wondrous manner, ordered that the doubting St. Thomas, as he touched the wounds in the flesh of his master, healed in us the wounds of our unbelief. For through St. Thomas, our souls were brought to believe and made firm in our faith and complete trust in him. And so as we continue with this day that we must sanctify, that we must try to reserve this Sunday like no other day in the week as we are faithful Catholics, let us use this day to sanctify our time and space and our families and not simply use it for our chores or anything that we could put aside for Monday or for the rest of the week. Let us, if you can, our church will be open after High Mass today and behind the camera we do have the, the Shrine to the Divine Mercy that you can pray in front of and ask and, and uh, invoke His mercy. So we invite the faithful to come and pray during this time, especially to ask the Lord that this scourge may be eliminated. But let us be patient, dear faithful. Let us follow all the good regulations and prudence that is given to us. So let us follow what we can in order to eliminate this once and for all, especially that of social distancing and especially with making sure we make use of the many sacramentals such as the exercised holy water, which can protect us from contagion and disease. Believe it or not, dear faithful, we are Catholics. We must remember that sacramentals do help. So physical remedies and spiritual remedies, if we combine them, then we are truly using our intelligence, our Soul, our faith, together all in action, so that we may invoke then the Lord's mercy upon us today. O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fountain of mercy for us, we trust in Thee. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us, on this whole world. Amen.